0: Welcome to the On the Air Podcast, a companion to On the Air Magazine, a bi-monthly magazine from ARRL for beginner to intermediate ham radio licensees. I'm your host, Steve Ford, WB8IMY. Every month, the On the Air Podcast extends material found in On the Air Magazine to help you learn about the many things the ham radio service and hobby have to offer. The On The Air podcast is sponsored by ICOM, for the love of ham radio. In the new July-August issue, you'll find an article on the topic of scanning, all kinds of radio scanning. That's because almost every modern commercial transceiver comes with the ability to scan through its received frequencies, so it's a good idea to become acquainted with how scanning works. You'll find scanning features in many HF radios, although they really aren't used very often. It's difficult to scan for signals when they're constantly varying in strength or when there's noise or interference. But VHF and UHF FM transceivers, including handheld transceivers, have scanning features and they get used a lot because scanning works much better on these quieter frequencies. As the article describes, scanning allows you to sweep through many different frequencies at lightning speeds, much faster than you can tune on your own. Thanks to scanning, you can easily keep a close watch on all the activity taking place in your area. And we're not only talking about ham activity. Many VHF radios can receive well beyond the amateur frequency bands, and by using the scanner, you can find all sorts of interesting signals such as fire and rescue. Engine 1, squad 8 with an 181 East Main Street, 181 East Agency House. Or if your radio covers the AM aeronautical band, you can even scan through signals from aircraft. 2875, exit five thirty five. good day. All right, Santa, good afternoon. This is the Virgin 103, my heavy front 4, 12875, EPS, two zero three. here today today. The article describes some ways you can get the most out of your scanning features, but there are a few types of scans I'd like to discuss in more detail. Let's talk about Priority Watch. This is a special type of scan that allows you to keep an ear to a frequency that's important to you. Maybe it's your club repeater where your friends hang out. Priority Watch will let you listen or operate on one frequency without the risk of missing a call at another frequency. Regardless of the frequency to which you've tuned your radio, Priority Watch listens to so-called call or home memory channels every few seconds, with five seconds being pretty much the common interval. These are special memory channels that you can program for those important frequencies. If a signal pops up on one of these channels, Priority Watch will linger there according to how you've set up the Scan Resume function. It may linger there for a few seconds, or it may stay for as long as there's activity. Priority Watch is a neat feature, but it has some drawbacks. With most handhelds, you'll hear a pop or a click every time Priority Watch checks the call or home channel. Some amateurs find this rather annoying especially when it takes place during a conversation. Also, when Priority Watch is checking a call or home memory channel, it can sometimes become hung up if that channel is active. Priority Watch uses the same scan resume function as a normal scan. So if you've configured scan resume to not resume until a signal disappears, Priority Watch will do the same. This means that if you have some long-winded people on the home channel, Priority Watch may become stuck there. If your radio offers a type of scan called Smart Search, or perhaps another name for the same feature, I think you'll find it can be very cool. When you do a Smart Search, you configure your radio to begin scanning at a lower frequency and then continue scanning until it reaches whatever higher frequency you've set, perhaps from, let's say, 144 to 148 megahertz. When it reaches that high frequency, the scan starts over at the bottom. During the scan, the radio listens for any signals it might encounter. Each time it picks up a signal, it stores the frequency of the signal into a set of temporary memory channels. Once you stop the smart search, you can tune or scan through those temporary memory channels to see what your radio found. Smart search is especially useful if you're taking your transceiver on a trip. When you arrive at your destination, you can set up a smart search and quickly determine what sort of activity is taking place in the area. One of the drawbacks of this feature, however, is that some smart searches aren't as smart as we might like to hope. The radio isn't using artificial intelligence, so it has a difficult time distinguishing between real signals and just stray noise or interference. For instance, a smart search might come across a digital signal and store the frequency in memory. But when you finally check that memory channel, all you hear is this. Even so, smart searching does save time when you're otherwise busy. And then there is tone scanning. This special scanning feature listens for the presence of continuous tone-coded squelch system tones, or CTCSS. That's quite a mouthful, and some hams prefer to refer to the technology as PL, which is an abbreviation for Private Line a system created by Motorola many years ago. These are low-frequency tones that are used to control access to repeaters in an effort to reduce interference between repeater networks. Your transceiver can send these tones to give you access to a repeater. You'll never hear them, however. Your radio's receiver blocks them from being passed to your speaker. Without that blocking, you would hear something annoying like this. If you'd like to learn more about how the system works, see the article titled, Tones, the Key that Unlock Repeaters, in the March-April 2020 issue of On the Air magazine. Since you'll need to program the proper tone into your transceiver to use the repeater you want to use, you're probably wondering where you find that information. Well, the ARRL repeater directory will tell you, and so will the R-Finder app that you can get for your smartphone. However, you can also activate your transceiver's tone scan while listening to a repeater. If the repeater is passing the access tone along with its signal, a tone scan will display the frequency. Then, you can program your radio accordingly, and you're good to go. I hope you've enjoyed this episode, which took a deeper dive into material from the July-August 2022 issue of On the Air magazine. Listen next month and we'll have more to explore from a brand new issue. In the meantime, feel free to send comments about On the Air to OTA at ARRL.org. Read our blog at ARRL.org forward slash O-T-A hyphen blog, or learn more about ARRL membership at ARRL.org. I'm Steve Ford, WB8IMY, 73, and thanks for listening.